This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about clingy roommates, we talk about what you should get at the bagel shop, and a guy comes out to a girl while they hook up. Check it out, enjoy, share it with a friend. Train podcast this is J Train. Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Santa New York Lazar here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your questions, your stories. I say it every week. I'm going to say it again. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for sharing it with a friend. Keep doing that. Keep telling your friends, your families, your coworkers, your papas, your mamas, your fr- your fraternity brothers, your new pledges, your old pledges. Get them involved. I want to be growing and we are every week we get bigger and bigger and it's thanks to you so and also the snapchats getting the snap it literally feathers my nuts every time one of you snapchats me you listening to the podcast keep sending those to me i love it i love the interaction that we have over snapchat so keep on doing that jtrain56 and this is a Friday episode, so I'd like to get right into it. We're here with an OKP. You became an immediate OKP, and I loved having you on. Happy to have you back. Mehran Kagani, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, Jared. Jesus so Christ. So pumped to have you. The energy, I feel yes. it too, Jared. <laughs> I love that when I said feather your nuts, you just... I do. The fingers the, can't the, help themselves. The fingers started feathering. They dance. I have spirit fingers <laughs> you, you spirit balls. Finger. Love it. Yep. Love it. Mehran, all of you guys, if you don't already... Get involved with what Mayron does at MayronX on Twitter. At MayronX on Twitter. He's got a show in New York City. So listen, there's you know sometimes you go to club shows and then there's these bar shows that you get that you really feel like you're a part of New York City and a part of the scene. Yeah. And your show is one of those. And it's yeah. every Monday at Pink's on the Lower East Side. In the East Village. East just Village. About. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a great show. I've it's done a it. hell of a show. We give everyone a buck who shows up. Oh, there we go. Is that the nicest thing anyone's ever done? So if you're out there homeless yeah. and you need a buck. A dollar. Monday nights, you can get that buck. And entertainment. And entertainment. And booze. It's a great show. Really super small bar where everyone's really on top of each other. Yeah. And it's in an area where you just feel cooler for being there. It is cool. So if you're in New York and you're looking, the thing is, New York's an expensive city. So this is not a, just a free show. It is one they're paying A minus $1 show. Yes. Yeah. So get involved. Go to Pink's. It's on East Village. And get involved with Mayor. It's so funny. Hang out. We saw, we saw each other last night. So hilarious. It's always a great time to see you, Jared. Just always a pleasure. <laughs> At MehranX, M-E-H-R-A-N-X on Twitter. Go follow, you. support. So good to see you. Are we ready for some emails? I, I feel it's like what I'm here you, for. I feel like with you, I can just jump right in. It's I, what I, we should this do. This is what jump we should right do. In, right? So listen. Who needs foreplay? No, no. let's get right to the Don't fucking, even spit on it. No, yeah, no spit. Yeah. No, no feathering. Just horse it in. Horse it in. <laughs> jtrainpodcast at gmail.com you can send anything to this podcast jtrainpodcast at gmail.com and I'm gonna get right into it cause I listen 
I just love how these emails, we get like 50 a week. It's so good. And it's so good, and they keep getting better and better. I love this one, and I sometimes I do them specifically for the guests. Straight girl hooks up with a gay guy. Oh, how did that happen? Did you ever hook up with girls uh, before coming out? Did some you... of them would like seduce me. They would go out of their way, even to... knowing that you were gay. Yeah. Why? What was? What do you think that was? I mean, I when I, in my twenties, I was like, it, it was problematically pretty. Like oh. it was like Morrissey pretty. This, right. This is like so they needed you. Alternative chicks had to get a bite, and I was always like a makeout bandit at parties. Like at any party, I'd make out with everyone. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Literally, yeah. throw it around. There's a bar here. Yeah. There's a bar in New York City, uh, and it's uh, it has a horrible reputation. It's called Dorian's. It's on the Upper East Side. Uh-huh. And I used to say my joke about it was that I would just walk in at two in the morning, just start sticking out my tongue, and then make. Out just because it's like that's like what would happen. There. That's a great night in my book. That's a great yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like house parties that mm. should happen. You mm-hmm. should make out with no fewer than like four or five people. You gotta make out. at a good house. Kiss party. a lot of frogs. Yeah, and and girls too. At some point, also. I mean, once upon a time, because I was gay, uh, it was, and I'm not anymore. As mm. we all know now, it's just, I'm strictly pussy. To- uh, <laughs> totally straight. <laughs> but uh, if I wanted to score some straight dick, I would fool around with a girl or something to. Sort of uh, like seduce some seed, in? right? Oh like, my god, this is yeah. like like that's like putting the little cheese out for a the little mouse. bit to be like, listen, I can do it, you can do it. Wow! And then I'd get them that you would I, like with I'd say ninety percent. That's crazy. Yeah, I, it was a great time. I was I had a great Sodom and Gomorrah. Tra- it was hundred <laughs> percent all the time. Well, God that, bless your listeners. Yeah. No, this is great. So this this is girl wrote it in J Train. I've been listening to the podcast for about a year. <laughs> It's a chick email. Okay. Oh, it's a chick email. Got it. Amazing. And my friend is desperately in need of your advice, you wise sage. My friend went home with a guy the other night for a post game and ended up staying the night. As the making out got heated, he looked her in the eye and said, I think I might be gay. As tears rolled down his face. Poor thing. Poor thing. That is a tough. No, it's not no? that tough. No, seriously, he's fine. <laughs> he'll he'll be fine. Thirty years ago, it was a fucking rougher yeah, gig. Today, now you're fine. Jesus today Christ. he's about to be on Grinder and Honest, get seven blowjobs in a day. He'll have a development deal by yeah. fucking the end of the week. <laughs> they Fuck stopped it. hooking up. He talked about how he didn't want to come out because he was afraid of the reaction he'd get from his conservative parents. She doesn't remember everything, but they ended up continuing to hook up and then made out in the morning. He was so gay that they were made out in the morning. I like that. that, that Listen, I'm gay, but I'll make out in the morning. <laughs> right? There's yeah. some fluidity. There's spectrum The there. next day, he told his roommate they had sex, which isn't true. Ooh. They only made out and got handsy. So the question is, what does she do now? Her sorority and his fraternity are pretty close, so she'll definitely be seeing him around at parties and tailgates. She's obviously a little embarrassed now that she's sobered up, but she doesn't want to make things awkward. Does she go along with the sex rumor? She doesn't want him to call, want to call him a liar and expose what he told her while obviously plastered, but she also doesn't want to be known as the girl who slept with a gay guy if he decides to come out in the future because they didn't even sleep together. Uh, any advice is appreciated. We would love an email back. Uh, thank you for being you, J-Train. Wouldn't make it through my walks to class without you. I don't think she should be... if To be known as the girl who had sex with the, a, a guy who came out of the closet, Like that's irrelevant. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong what with that. What is relevant yeah. is that this guy is a fucking scumbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's a scumbag. He's a complete scumbag for for spreading a rumor about a girl. Yeah. Even if they did fuck, I mean, it's just, there's no class at all in, in totally you know, turning that into a matter of public record. And also, she, he's you, what he's doing is using her mm-hmm. to keep up his lie. Yeah. He's using her to keep up 
you know, like to he's saying that he, he fucked didn't her. ask her for permission either. He wasn't like, hey, listen, I'm gay. Yeah, can I tell people we fucked so that I don't get the shit kicked out? That of would like make some sense. You to know, me. something that would bring her in. That would yeah. be like you and me. We're You're a doing team. me a huge favor. We're we're there's parody there, and I would assume that happens, right? Uh, sh- I mean, in I movies. can understand that in movies. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I would buy that movie. It yeah. happens. Yeah, it does happen. But, yeah, I mean. I, I think spreading it, I think you have to go, I, I think, wouldn't you think that, like, what would you say to her to do? Like, how do you stop this at, uh, I don't know, I would blow up his spot just for telling people that they fucked when they didn't. She doesn't have to tell people that he's gay. Saying you never had sex doesn't mean he's gay. Exactly. That's a, that, that, I, you're making the connection because you know the story. And then I would go up to him and I would be like, listen, motherfucker, I yeah. will bury you. Yes. Like, I won't just casually bury you I will fucking blow up you, your world you need to give him the, the choice oh no you can either be embarrassed that you lied about having sex or you can be outed and, yeah and you need to stop this. I would grab him by his balls and scare the shit out of him yeah you that's can, the right move and you gotta go straight to the source it's like it's like cutting off like a, a wound fucking put pressure on yeah. the wound no cauterize yeah. it you take a burning piece <laughs> of iron and you <laughs> put it against it, it hisses and it's done and understand I, like listen to play devil's advocate I get where he's coming from he thinks this is his only way out he's being shitty though nope that, that, there, it's it's never the only way out yeah. to lie and tarnish someone else's I, reputation I, I, I agree never, I, it, it, I'm just saying we see why he's doing this and not to give him I'm not giving him a break I'm saying listen he's right now going through all this shit in his mind, mm-hmm. go up to him and be like, listen, fucking straight now. Yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah. I'm a, being a friend to you by saying, you have your chance listen, to say- Listen, you fucking sissy. Yeah. We didn't bang. And probably, <laughs> and he's probably, you know, he's probably been called gay by his fraternity brothers. Because we all, you can smell it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a, you so know, this is what, so he's, so he's using her- For sure. To, to be like, well, I'm not gay. Look at I fucked the other night. Yeah. And it's like, dude- don't make me a part of your problem. I I would abs I, I corner him. That's not his business. That's no. not his job. Fuck that dude. Yeah. That, that, Fuck him in a big way. That's Jtrainpodcast all. at gmail.com. <laughs> Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Mehran Kagani. At Mehran X. Go follow him. Support him. So funny. I was watching you at the cellar the other night. Just watching you yeah. is it's it's great. It's so you much fun. Goofball. I don't know. I've been doing the same fucking set there for like a year. But I like watching you. I, I hate love it. I, I, I love watching you. Just so much fun. <laughs> X fucked my brother. Ooh. Jared, love the podcast. Makes my sh- shitty commute to work more hilarious. I Snapchatted you last night with my situation towards the end of the summer. My, I, some people ask me questions over Snapchat. I'm just like, just send this in. This is pretty good. My ex hooked up with one of my fraternity brothers. But here's the catch. She didn't know he was in my chapter. Doesn't come around often. Older guy works a lot, etc. He didn't know she was my ex. What's my move? Do I acknowledge my new tunnel buddy? Ignore it. <laughs> I never tunnel just, buddy. <laughs> tunnel I buddy. That's adorable. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ignore it. I'm not necessarily mad at him or her, but the situation is sticky because at the same at the time she and I were still hooking up whenever I would come into town. Would love to hear this on the podcast because I think it's something a lot of people in Greek life deal with. Thanks for reading. Keep crushing it, and we'll keep feathering your those nuts. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So it's a fraternity brother. Clear. Yeah, fucked his ex without. They both didn't know that he was involved. Right. Innocent. And innocently. And this happens, especially because when you're, you know, these are the hangout circles, Mm -hmm. especially in a place like college where the bubbles are smaller. Mm -hmm. So how does he, how does he come out about it kind of thing? How does he talk to his buddy? How does he deal with it? Hey, just so you know, you're fucking my ex that moment. 
is it required? It's not even How necessary. Is it? I, that's the thing. It's weird. I've had that situation with someone mm-hmm. like, like they feel like they have to come up to you, and you're like, then why did you feel like you have to like? If it's not weird for you, why would you feel the need to come up to me? You know, and be like, you know, I used to fuck her. Like it's almost like you're saying, it's uh, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like you're saying you discovered it first. I understand the idea of like disclosing something mm. before it sort of comes back through some backwards channel. Totally, it's like what you've been watching me fuck this person for like three years, and you used to fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand the idea of just sort of like nipping that in the bud so that it doesn't turn into something I get later. I understand that, but then the other option is to just be so cool about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that was in my rear view. That's mm-hmm. my ex. Whatever yeah. she does with her future, and whatever you do with your right now, that's your business. Be cool about it. Be and, cool. And about I, it. I think also he's probably worried. Like, do I go back to town? Do I feel embarrassed? Do I feel less than? No, you were done. Maybe mm. they, she hooked up with him at a different time than you. And I think if it, if you come across her, the one thing I would do, like this is my move, mm. if I came across her, I'd be like, I would make a joke out of it Oof. to kind of, and I'd be like, <laughs> like I I would see her, I'd be like, how are you? Like, and it, it would have to come up a little bit naturally, but I'd be like, and I'd be like, so uh, you know, it's like, listen, I'm a, everything's good. You know, I'm no Jonathan. Like I would like, uh-huh. you know, that's like a very funny way to handle it. Just like kind of like you know, like like kind of just like touch at the scar a little yeah, bit, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. like, and kind of smile at it at the same time, just yeah. like, just to be totally cool with it. If anything, that gets you back fucking her. That's a very. I'm gonna say that's a varsity cool move. Yeah, because on the average person coming out of their mouth, it could very easily sound like you're you've like, been waiting to I tell know, this. thing. I know who you're fucking now. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what you I mean? You have to do it with smile on the face. If it's, you're gonna do it, you have to really finesse. You, that you have to two things. The way you do it, two ways: uh-huh. smile on your face, uh-huh. not ever caring about fucking her again. Yes, <laughs> you know well, those the, both have to be true for sure. For sure. Yeah. So uh, so, but I think the move is just let it go. If it ever comes back to you, just like if it ever comes back to you, first move, high five. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Congratulate. You should Good be congratulating job. everyone who's fucking. High five and let's get over it and move on. Agreed completely. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Mayron Kagani at Mayron X on Twitter. Go follow, support, hush money every Monday night at Pink's. Great bar, fun show. Go check it out. I like this question because it takes us in a little tangent. Mm. Bagels. Mm. <laughs> mm. Carbs. J Train, Man Samp, and esteemed guest. Hello from the Golden State. Been a listener since day one. What's going on with Jamie? <laughs> Jamie Lee used to be on this all the time. Uh-huh. She was like, we were trying to get her to be co host. Yeah. And then she moved to LA. She whatever. sure did. She has her own podcast now. I yeah. So go yeah. check that out. She's, She's great. great. So fantastic. You need to bring her on as a throwback. I emailed you originally back in 2014 and was fortunate enough to get some advice hmm. from you on June 3rd, 2014, episode with Ron Krasnow. If Do you know Ron? I do. Funny dude, yep. great guy. Yep. If memory serves right, he was fighting cancer and you recorded. Is he doing all right? <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Oh, I thought he was dead. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course he's not dead. He's fine. He goes, this guy writes, I haven't checked Google, so please tell me he hasn't died. <laughs> just check Google. You're right. That, yeah, you're, you're at right. your computer. That would be the most awkward segue ever. Yeah. No, Ron's good. He's got a kid. He's a great. Of silence. It's, uh, he's doing well. <laughs> I'll tweet at him after this to let, let everyone know. Uh, I wanted to let you know that I completely ignored your advice. I did not move to Chicago. Instead, I moved, stayed with the girl in California. We're now married. Aww. I think he was talking about his job sucked, and he was wondering if he should move, but he's got this girlfriend. And we were like, 
go for the job. Job first. The girlfriend will will fix itself. Oof. It was kind of that was kind of the okay. advice. I, I think if I remember correctly, but I would have to go listen back. Right, it was for a season. And, and he it. writes the job situation has greatly improved as well. So if that's the case, makes sense. Yep. Where I appreciate your advice for most people, my gut told me to stick it out. This girl is worth it. Turns out I was right. One year wedding anniversary is right around the corner. Congratulations. All right. Moving on to my. It's not the first year of marriage that'll kill you. By the way, it's the next ten. It's so <laughs> fucking. I'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if J Train's right. Right. Now I'm cheering for this, one, <laughs> this marriage to end for Poor my thing. advice to be right. Poor thing. I hope you. I hope you have a lovely, long, <laughs> fruitful marriage. I think this was supposed to be a would you rather, but I thought it was a better question. Uh, my would you rather. It, it. It really isn't a would you rather. It's more of a would you rather order. I found this new bagel joint in a town I work in once a week. I always stop in for a bagel. They were originally founded in NYC, so I'm sure all their stuff is similar to what you get at your favorite shop in New York City. Let me just dispute that yeah, right away, right. dude. No, different. Yeah. You got to be in the city with a bum spitting on you. And even then, it's like, you know. Then you got then there's levels here. Exactly. There's better bagel places here and worse bagel. Yep. So listen, you, you're talking to some bagel snobs right yeah, now. Yeah, that's okay. true. Uh, I'm on this binge of egg whites, tomatoes, turkey sausage on a salt bagel. Okay. Somewhat healthy for my aforementioned gut that told me to stay with my lady in Cali. The salt meshes perfectly with the fresh tomato and egg whites. What's your go-to at the local bagel shop? Am I missing out on a breakfast order that's potentially life-changing? What you got from a loyal listener? What do you? What's your bagel order, Mayron? Uh, it's an everything bagel. Yep. With smoked salmon, cream cheese, capers, lemon juice, tomato, and red onion. Lemon juice. You need and a ton of lemon juice. Really? Yeah, and uh, salt and pepper. This is why I'm so happy it's we the best. did this. It's that the very a, best That's a great thing order. World. It's the best thing in the entire world. Wow. Yeah, and I have it like three times a week. Three times <laughs> a week. I love, I mean. That sounds lot, great. That it's sounds delicious. great. Yeah. I, I'm happy we have that on tape. Yeah. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. This is a free podcast. It's so Go good. Go share it with one friend right now for having that fucking order just given to you. Man, Sam, what's your bagel order? Uh, I'm a Jersey guy. Just I do a classic like sausage, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel, a little salt, pepper, ketchup. See the yeah. Jersey sausage. I understand that in Jersey because they have good sausage there. Yeah, it's yeah. Like Italian a, it's like sausage. A patty, you know. Yeah, they do it well. Delicious. I'm the classic bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bag. Bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. Everything Delicious. bagel. There's nothing toasted. Yep. Nothing beats that to me. Yep. And. I will go far and wide to try other people's everything bagels on mm-hmm. a, like I I mean bacon egg and cheese on everything bagel. I'll go I'll go around the country. I mean like I'll go to I'm, the store right now and make one. I'm like salivating I, right now just thinking about it. We're next door. There's also a great place in New York. I, I like pick a bagel, it's okay. They uh-huh. got big bagels. Uh-huh. Uh there's a great place called Black Seed Bagel. Mm-hmm. You ever been there? No, I haven't. That is Tompkins Tompkins Square Bagels and Black Seed Bagel if you're visiting New York City. Okay. Those are two like Gotta go situation. Right now we're just down the street from Zabar's. So when you go to Zabar's, if they have hot bagels, whatever the move. whatever's hot, get it. This is, I mean, this is a free podcast, and you just got <laughs> fucking told. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Clingy roommate. Oof. You ever dealt the with worst. The, the worst, right? I've dealt with every kind of roommate. Every kind. Every kind. Okay. Yeah, clingy, single white female, where they kind of imitate you. Um, uh, this guy in this, love Shalom daddy come on Shalom daddy <laughs> I come to you desperately seeking advice on how to get rid of my high school best friend turned clingy roommate due to some family issues I'm stuck attending a state school that the majority of my high school is also attending although this isn't ideal I've been able to branch out and make many new friends and I'm doing well so far 
There's one problem, my roommate. I told my former BFF that I didn't that I didn't think rooming together would be the best idea, but being the doormat I am, I let her persuade Oh, it's a chick email. <coughs> <laughs> 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 I let her persuade me otherwise, and now we're together. She's been extremely weird and has been acting like my mother. She's been giving me shit about going out late and drinking. One time when this guy that I've been going to Pound Town with on the reg came over, she snapped at me and said, I thought you were saving yourself for marriage. Whoa. Oh, shit. Oh, I she's swear. She's full barb from I, Stranger Things. Oh, I, I don't watch it. But right. I mean, don't mean to interrupt. It's a solid reference. It's a solid reference. Yeah, yeah. It checks out. <laughs> yeah. I swear we hadn't been annoying to her at all before this. She had never been in the room before when he was over, and all I said to her is, would you mind if we had the room for like an hour before she went off man i love this girl she's a she's this, great I, I'm, I'm into this girl right now she's she's getting the door can you give us an hour we're just trying to pound out she's polite yeah needless to say it was really fucking weird and awkward my face my friends with benefit along with the rest of the girls i've been hanging out with cannot stand her for obvious reasons i came to college to have a good time not to be lectured by an equally clueless freshman how do i get her to cut the umbilical cord without being a bitch thank you for the help love the podcast what do you think so this this is this year it's this, this semester is right now it's right. happening They've been they've been sharing a room for probably three weeks, three and a half weeks. Yeah, right. Just yeah, about. yeah. It's it's early. She, it's early. Yeah. Um, is it too early to maybe switch rooms? <laughs> I mean, like I know. Yeah, you but don't want to handle it. But it's drama, also, right? And also, all of this stuff goes home. Yeah. You know, the the, the problem with rooming with someone from high school mm-hmm. is that. You know, it's tough to, this is tough. This is a very tough situation because you want to have, listen, you go to college and you grow immediately because you're not living at home. You're all these things and you're trying to come into your own. You're trying to find friends that fit you better. A lot of the friends from high school you made because they had Nintendo. Sure. <laughs> you know, like sure. And you stuck with and each now, other from, And yeah. now you're best friends forever. And senior year, you're like, I love this person but I don't necessarily like this person anymore. And Mm -hmm. that can exist and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, What sucks is that if she, if you make this in in her situation, if you make this into a full out fucking drag out fight, parents get involved, friends from home get involved. The story goes back. Mm -hmm. You know, I had, I was, I did shows here at Stand Up New York last Saturday and these four girls from my high school messaged me on Facebook and they're like, we want to come to your show. And, you know, I was like, listen, they were very nice. And I know them. We haven't spoken in years, but, like, they, you know, they've been following things I do. They like the articles I write. So I'm like, I'm totally excited to see them and see them, whatever. So they came to the show, and I got them, like, you know, promo code. If you ever want to come to Stand Up New York, you can use the promo code JTRAIN. You get free tickets. So I got them that promo code, whatever. And they came to the show, and I immediately felt a lot of pressure to do well. Because I know what happens with high school people. It's always weird when you have like loved ones, family, old friends, anything like that in, in the a audience. crowd. Because it's you have to weird. do well. This is the and, and this is my mind. I don't know. You don't have to, but this is how I feel. And it's not just doing well. It's like doing well within a certain context that this person mm-hmm. has for you. And you might have changed a million different ways since the last time if, you actually hung out with that person. It feels like I'm being watched by a booker. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I get it. Because I feel like they're gonna go home and they're gonna say. Because this is like, guess what Jared's yeah. doing? Yeah, yeah, and he has no talent. And he for sucks. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks he's good at this. Oh yeah, and he fucking sucks. And that's all I can think about. I went up and did well. Like I had a fun set. I'm sure. But in the middle of the set, they're talking, 
And they're like, because every joke, they'd be like, is this about so-and-so from high school? And I'm hearing them do that, and I'm getting so fucking annoyed Mm because I have to do well. They're ruining the set. And then I'm like, so, but like, this is the problem with high school people is that you know the tentacles run deeper. And for her with the roommate is a similar situation where it's like, you you gotta cut this with with kid gloves. And I think the move is kind of like with dating. When you're with somebody, and this is something that took me a long time to learn personally. You have to be happy for the relationship to be happy. So if you're doing things because you feel obligated, you're never gonna be a good friend or a good boyfriend or a good roommate. So when she said, I felt obligated to go, I didn't want to room with my best friend from home, and then I just did it because I'm a doormat. Now she's already miserable. Did she say best friend from home? Like she said it was her BFF. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So now she's already going into a situation dreading it. Yep. So I'm saying, let's not make that mistake again. So with her, every time you're going to make a plan, you do what you want to do. Yeah. If you're going to go, and that doesn't, you're not a janitor for this girl's life. If she's upset with you, just say, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I didn't mean to, you know. And if she comes at you about sex and stuff, listen, this is my life. I, I hear you, but I, do, I don't need Right, to. but I mean, the thing that I keep hearing is that, like, at some point you have to let this person know that, like, that they are not going but to hang I, off your tits. I, but I think she can do that the without rest of your natural saying life. That. She can do that without saying that. You can say, hey, I'm going, uh, you can say, see ya, and she'll go, where are you going? Going here out. with my friends. I'm going out. I, this girl invited me to go to this thing. I'm going to go. Yeah. You don't have to invite her. You don't have to be the person that takes her around on the fucking you know, red <clears throat> wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and if she said to someone, well, she never invites me, you never asked. You know, you if you want to come, do you want to come? You can come. Uh, I, just think, <laughs> I just think she has to drive the boat and she can't wait to say like well you she can't feel bad about going in the direction she wants to go at all at all i'm saying at all though such that if this if it starts to come to a head at Mm. some point she's going to have to make a certain declaration of territory yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. at some point she's going to have to and then maybe it's about figuring out how to sit how to sort of uh make those boundaries clear in as sort of politically savvy a way as possible because mm. i appreciate what you're saying personally i'm a bridge burner i'll be like set it on fucking fire mm. fuck my hometown fuck everyone i grew up with yeah i'm gonna have my fucking life and if you try to hang off my dick like you're gonna get swatted i that's how i am i think However, but i think we can come to the i think what you're saying is correct too yeah. i think uh, but there's a middle ground on this there is a middle so ground. if you the, when she comes to a head and says when she says, I thought you were going to wait till marriage, the fight isn't even about that. Yeah. It's not about your sex life. It's not about anything. It's, Don't it, monitor me. It's, it's, it's <laughs> about this girl feels uncomfortable in her new situation at college. Mm. And she's pulling that out on you. Mm-hmm. So I think don't even let it get to that point. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to backtrack on my advice, maybe say on a Wednesday where you're both sitting there watching TV and everyone's sober, you just say to her, hey, listen, I really didn't appreciate. Sober's important. Yes, yeah, sober's important. And if you say it's a Wednesday, you're both watching TV, you both got your, your easy Mac, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you got your, you're on your bed risers and your t-shirt seats, and <laughs> you just say to her, listen, I really didn't appreciate you saying something about my sex life. And I, like that's one of those things where it's like, now you're making it about the thing she made it about, and it's not about that. You're just saying, I didn't appreciate this one thing. And then she says, she's going to say, well, I'm sorry. I just didn't like getting kicked out of the out of the room. And it's like, okay, I appreciate Now you're having a conversation. Now at least you're saying she's getting out what she's really upset about. 
See, I love you, but mm. I feel like this this roommate has already overstepped her boundaries. Oh, okay. and I think and I think that uh, it's not going to settle without blood. I, I personally, <laughs> I smell blood in the water. Tons of periods it, like, happening in this apartment, like yeah. a big old Kotex pillow. Yeah, fight. but uh, like I, I, I think at some point she's going to because. This is like I'm just this saying, girl has like unresolved feelings. There's yeah. hurt feelings from this little she, weird. She's just not roommate. fitting in at school. She's and not. She's putting it on her friend. Yep. And I I do understand. I just don't think it should have to get to a head of you said you would wait till marriage. Like, like she's I, already done that. I know. So but let's backtrack. Right. Let's say listen. I'm gonna go back to the other night. I'm still on my mind. Yeah. You're not my parent. Yeah. You're not my parent. And I want you to be my friend, and we have a long relationship that I don't want to lose. Well, but fine. If you, you want to be a slut, that's up to you. Let's act it out. Let's do a little J right? Train. So if you want to do J Train, if, if you want to be a slut, that's up to you. I'm just saying you weren't like this last year. Well, hold on. Let's let's do J Train Theater. We into oh. it? Okay. So uh, I'm coming to you. Yeah, I'm the roommate. I'm like you're dumpy. The, you're pissed dump- off that I'm not fucking. <laughs> you're dumpy. Freshman year roommate. Yeah. You're dumpy Mc, McDumpstain. Dumpy McDumpstain. And I'm hot McPherson. Hey, hot McPherson. Hey, hey. yo, dumpy. Yeah, dumpy. The other night, it really bothered me. It's still on my mind that you. You, you attack me about what I'm doing with my sex life, and it really, it really upset me. It bothered you. Yeah. Like, it bothered you. You're you're kicking me out of my own room, and, like, you're slutting it up with this guy? Like, I don't even know you anymore. Listen, I I, I apologize for kicking out of the room. I, I thought we were friends, and you would give me the benefit of an hour. Maybe I should never do that, and I should just wait until you're at a class to go, you know, get my brains fucked out. But... Let me if just I say, your brain's fucked down. I would have just fallen apart. I'm like, you win. I'm you, weak. But you're not my mom. Yeah, I know I'm not your mom. So when you say something like that about my sex life, it makes me feel like that you have some sort of ownership over me, which you don't. We're both here at college. We're both going to try new things. We're both going to try and do be safe and have fun. But you, right now, you're hovering over me in a way that's making me feel like I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Okay, honestly, I think that's a pretty good speech. Right? I'm not kidding. I think, like, if you say that, like, that's exactly what it is. It's like, yeah. It's not about this. What I'm saying, it's not about the sex. Yeah. It's about the hovering. Yeah. And for her, it's about her not fitting in. And it's like, listen, I'm trying to make you fit in. But you're being such a cunt at every fucking I just turn. don't know what this other girl is like. Like, if she's a super Debbie Downer or mm. if she's, like, not figuring shit out. I had a best friend. Like, when I went to college, I just took, like, all the acid I could find. Like, if there were a psychotropic <laughs> drug with an arm's reach, I was just shoving it in my face. Yeah. Uh, like, 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 a, uh, like Pringles. Just hung at the acid buffet. I was. I was yeah. just constantly tripping. And, um... And I had an old friend, my oldest friend in life, and she's still, you know, one of my besties. Mm. Uh, she like, I remember, I, I, she like found me one morning, and uh, she, I had like makeup smeared on my face from a rave, <laughs> and she looked at me, and she like, she, she's super black, and she grabbed my face, and she said, "You wash that shit off your face before you go to bed," and it was like this weird color purple fucking yeah, like, like moment where she was, I, I was like being mommied by yeah. This, like kid I grew up with and I just didn't talk to the hooker for like two and a half years and I was like I'll catch you when I'm done partying as hard as I'm gonna fucking party Mm -hmm. like you're we're not supposed to like hold hands for this chapter of Mm -hmm. our fucking lives clearly you want to go and learn yoga and have your you know peace zenny moment and she's I want to go and get some war scars and she's putting her shit on you 
in a huge way. And that's usually what all this roommate shit is. But it's like, I, it's also just like recognizing that you're on two very different tracks yeah. and being willing to be like, I'm going to go on my track. Mm-hmm. You enjoy your track. But that, but that's part of the, the discussion with his roommate is like, listen, you're hovering over me. I'm I'm trying to be your friend, but right now you're acting like my mom, not my friend. And I'm going to be doing this stuff. If you want to come, you're more than welcome. Yep. But I'm going to be doing this one. That's right. I'm going to be living me. That's right. And if you don't like what I'm doing, that's totally fine. We'll catch we each can, other later. We'll, we'll see each other later. Life is long. We're going to love each other no matter what. That's, that's right. I, and I think you have to like embrace the fact that you two have this long relationship and you're not willing to just cut it off because she's being cunty and not comfortable at school. I think that's right. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Mayron at Mayron X on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him, support him. So funny, super awesome. Go to uh, Pink's in the East Village. Listen, people, we are sponsored. <gasps> sponsored, sponsored, sponsored. Football's back. Oof. Football is back. Are you a football fan? Uh, I used to play. Did you? Uh huh. What was that like? Uh, gay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey boys, <laughs> who's ready for a scrimmage? Shirts uh, versus pants. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Football is back, and SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. With SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get seats you want for great value. SeatGeek has the best deals on every ticket in the house, wherever you want to sit, whether that's the 50 yard line, the club seats, or the upper level. I've got the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's so easy to find tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I'm instantly uh, finding seats for the weekend's game or any game of season. So listen, SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek prices compare compares for you by searching. They compare prices by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest valuable price. It's like kayak for tickets on, to games. That's, so, that's the gig. That's the gig. SeatGeek wants to help you get the most uh, bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see an underpriced seat and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is 100% guaranteed. That's Fucking awesome. Best of all, listeners of this show get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. That's Can't a fucking bad. deal. So get your $20 uh, rebate. you got to download the SeatGeek app. Go to the settings tab. Click add a promo code. Enter promo code JTRAIN. That's promo code JTRAIN. That's promo code JTRAIN. SeatGeek app. Settings tab. Click add a promo code JTRAIN. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and pro- enter promo code JTRAIN today. Listen. Every li- I, we have a wide range of listeners. Mm. Some of you are going to be going back to your old college to go check out a game. This is, you know, when I would go back to Penn State to go visit, getting a ticket to the game was like a tough, a really tough part. You can do it right from your phone right now. So tap tap tap. What's the promo code? J Train. There we go. Seeky, get the app. Do it. Mayron, are you ready? Let's do this. Mo emails. Small college. Move on. Hmm. About eight months ago, I had a three-and-a-half-year relationship end. We tried to work things out over the summer, but I have since cut, out, cut her out of my life. Mm-hmm. We go to the small, same small college where I'm in a fraternity, even though Greek life here isn't very good. <coughs> she isn't very active or social, so I hardly uh, see her, and I'm transferring for the 2017 fall semester to a large D1 school. Not sure on school. Depends on where I can finish my major fastest. Now I'm realizing that I'm looking for more than just a one-night stand, more of a just a friends with benefits or even a relationship, but I seem to be struggling. I don't have any problem talking to the girls, but I just can't fi- seem to make anything of it. 
and there seems to be a lack of matches on Tinder. What can I do to help myself out? Oof. Uh, doesn't that email sound super negative? That I mean, yes. It felt like that email should be read <clears throat> in a kid's bedroom. Huh. Like with like Black Sabbath, like with like heavy music, like he should have like eyeliner on. Do we have you any like hard rock? Yeah, do we have any hard rock music? Let me read that again. Oh my god! Could you find something? We got. We gotta find. Give me some like. Give me some. Uh, what's a what's a like the play Je- play hurt by Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> right? Doesn't it? Like, I, I think that's his problem. I think, you think he's, he's transferring. A- he's leaving. Everything is under the shroud of I hate my school. My girlfriend sucked. I'm in a boom. When you're in a small school, that fucking effervesces. Uh huh. You, you know, like it? I, I, I disagree with it. I yeah. think you should be more positive. People want to be with positive, fun people who are excited about where they're living and what they're doing. So when he says, like, I mean, like, about, do you have that fired up? <laughs> oh, wow. Like, who wants to talk to this guy at a party? About eight months ago, I had a three-and-a-half-year relationship end. You are the, so rotten. <laughs> we tried to work things out over the summer, but I have since cut her out of my fucking life. <laughs> we go to the same small college where I'm in a fraternity, even though Greek life here isn't even very good. Yeah, I remember She isn't very attractive. <laughs> she, she isn't very active or social. <laughs> So I hardly see her, and I'm transferring for the 2017 fall semester to a D1 school. Not sure on the school. Depends on where I can finish my major the fastest. (laughs) Now I'm realizing that I'm looking for more than just a one-night stand (laughs) or even a relationship. But I seem to be struggling. I don't have any problem talking to girls, but I just can't seem to find, make anything of it. There seems to be a lack of matches on Tinder. What can I do to help myself out? Good for you, Jared. I think you were actually really locked into this what is, was wrong. Yeah, this is... Doesn't it feel like that match? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I think it's all about positivity. Like, I, you want to be... Like, when I want to... Like, when I meet a girl, I want her to be like, I love my fucking life. I'm killing it. I got good friends. I don't need you. I don't want you. But fuck me. Yeah, like that I, is so nice. This is what you want. Yeah, I, I would, I actually like people who are rather misanthropic, have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. I, I, I have, I've chosen my society. And yeah, I shut the door, but you can come in. <laughs> like that. Those are my people. I like a good bitter Betty. Yeah, I love it. But um, I, I, but I understand. Like, I like someone who likes to complain and is bitter, but I also want them to be like, yeah, I'm bitter, but I'm also like. Raging and having a good time good and alive. Time and alive. It's alive. alive. This guy feels dead. Yeah. To me, because he's like, I'm leaving wherever I can get out of school the fastest. You ever meet the person in college that was like, Yeah, I'm graduating? Like that grad you ever meet the person that graduated in three years instead of four? Mm-hmm. And you're like, What's fucking wrong with Just you? trying to get it done. Just and trying over to get with. done with it? Mm-hmm. You're trying to get out of this unreality? What if they're that way? What if someone took that attitude to bed? Exactly. Right? They were just trying to. What does to that say about the rest finish. of your life? Yeah. You know, like when you sit and have a cocktail and watch everything have fun, mm-hmm. you know, watch the fire burn. When mm-hmm. does that happen? So right. my advice to this guy, and I think it'll help him out, let's look at your life right now and say, this is pretty good. I'm at a small school. There's tons of girls around that are all talking about sex. You're living in the age 
this is like the new sexual revolution. I, I mean, I talk to girls that are 20, like I see girls that are 22 at shows. I can't believe the amount they talk about sex. Mm. I can't believe the openness, even different from when I went to college. I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. this is great. Mm-hmm. We're all just, we're sticking fingers up people's butts Isn't and they don't have nice? to be gay. Isn't that nice? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so I don't know. I know I feel better about that kind of openness. I, the, I, but you know what? I'm going to take him at his word. Sure. I'm going to say, let's say his little small school does suck and okay. frat life where Fine, he is maybe does suck. Yeah. And his girlfriend is a shut-in. Mm-hmm. And now he's about to go and he's going to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Like So he's going to go to a bigger school and hopefully he'll have more options there. Yeah. I still go back to your advice. Even if everything he's saying is, is right. True. Is Be true. Be positive and have fun with it. Going into the next chapter, just like try to find the good fucking thing. Yeah. It like don't set yourself up to be disappointed by every fucking es- thing. Especially if you're looking to transfer in 2017, it can feel like you're just wishing days away. Yeah. You don't want to wish days away because yeah. you're, you're going to miss some shit that's going to be fun. So podcast at gmail.com. That's really good. podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more. Mehran, you're fantastic. You're fantastic. I Her love it here. usual, love you, you. so you. great. You. Let's do, I like this one, the long con. The long con. Hello, my Jewish wizard. <laughs> I'm sending virtual feather to caress your testes. <laughs> Maybe have a go at the strong medium as well. So I have a question regarding a long con to get a girl. By long, I mean some sort of steady relationship, maybe even more. This girl, let's call her Jane, is from another country than us. She's a 978. So, you know, the rating system, mm-hmm. yeah, face, yeah, yeah. body, personality. Yep. We went to college together, and after graduating last year, we haven't been in, t- in contact much. We got into a big fight, and we weren't talking, but that ended when I apologized. We ended up making up and are in good terms. Important info, Jane is a good friend of my best friend's fiance. Best friend's yep, fiance. got it. So they're going to be at the same wedding. Mm-hmm. I will probably see her often in the next few years. In the next years. My question is this. How do I set up this situation to be a success the moment we coincide in either a wedding or another social event? This one has it all. And if we ever end up living in the same place again, I would love to present her with the gen- with, present her to the general, my dick. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> and also date her. <laughs> I want to introduce you to the general. Yeah, that's my dick. Can I meet your parents? My God. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just the, the matter of fact way he said that, I just pictured him saying it's like a group of children being like, I want to present you to the general. Right. Like Dick. Uh, it's just, and then also date her. I'd rather, so do you it, were, keep I'd rather con- it were a private. Do you keep in contact a lot or do the J train pop in every once in a while? Thanks, my man. So what do you think? She's long, So it sounds like she's long distance and he yeah. knows he's going to see her at some point. Yep. How do, you, how do you work that out so that when you do see each other... You know, not to Oprah right in your face. Sure. Uh, but live your best fucking life. That's mm-hmm. the best thing you can do. Totally agree. Is to, con- is to just, you know, be in as good of a place as you can be mm-hmm. when you see this human being who mm-hmm. you see as a 978. Yep. And then, you know, hopefully you're compelling enough for her to totally. take interest in you. Totally agree. And I'm going to even jump off of your... Mm-hmm. What you're saying is, one, live your best life. And also we live in an age where you can show off that best life. Mm -hmm. You can put it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and just be fun and have a good time and fucking own it. Mm. And I would also say to that point, um, what you do is then also touch on her life a little bit. Cheer Mm -hmm. her on. Be be a cheerleader for her good life. Absolutely. Like her Instagrams, like her Facebook status. Just like give that little poke. It's a little knock on the window. Mm-hmm. 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 Still here. Mm-hmm. Kind of hard for what you're doing. Yep. And 
this is a day and age where you can send a snap. You can be passively aware of this girl's life. Mm -hmm. The second part of it, and so be passively aware. So like her shit, be, you know, comment, but don't make it about you and her. Just make it about... Like, you know, just be fun. Congratulations. Sounds great. Exactly. So you can do this on social media. The second piece of advice, when you do see each other, don't go fucking, don't get straight into how much you love her. Jesus Christ. Be fun and look to have fun with her on that one moment. Even then, continue living your best life. Yeah, because like right now he's like, oh, you know, I could see us dating if we're ever in the same city. That's not something you want to open up with. You want to say... Here's me having fun in real life. Let's do this together. You've been watching online. Mm-hmm. Now you get the live version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to see each other at the wedding. You need to be fucking on fire. You yep. got to be out there dancing. You got to be grabbing her hand. You got to be at the after party. You got to be on to show her that everything she's been seeing online is the truth. You That's know, you lovely. can't be cool online and then horrible in person. That is the worst type of person. True. And, and so you got to bring the A game and the personality and be excited to see her when you do and be excited for that moment that you have together. And don't worry about three weeks from now, two years from now. You make that one night a fun fucking time and as a friend and then it will move forward in the way it should move forward, which I think will be penis and vagina, P in the V. Just get yourself as hot as possible. Everyone is <laughs> yes. shallow and stupid. No one cares if you've accomplished anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally just exercise. Stop eating and take some fucking exercise. There we and go. then when you see her at the wedding, take yeah. your goddamn shirt off Love and it. be like this. And here's the other thing. We don't know what her personality is. She might be a real (coughs) miserable fucking snatch. Mm -hmm. And if she is, give her a low five. Be like, I salute you. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're miserable. And don't try to fucking drag her onto the dance floor because a miserable bitch will be like, what situation are you putting me in right now? Play the game. Let me... Just figure out what she wants and look good. <laughs> look good. Fucking look good. Always ABF. Always be fabulous. Always be fabulous. There look it fucking is. good. I'm married. I don't have to look good anymore. <laughs> but when I was on the market, yeah. you motherfuckers better know you... this shit was weaponized. <laughs> I was looking amazing. Weaponized. Amazing. Awesome. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Mayron, fantastic person. I love you. It's uh, the best. At Mayron X on Twitter, Instagram. Go follow him, support him. We're going to be right back with follow ups, hypothetical. And the news. Hey guys, welcome back, Maron. Fantastic. You're fantastic. OKP brought right in. We gotta get you a rookie card. We got a we got a good rookie card collection that's coming up. This guy J Train Rook Cards. Thanks at J Train Rook Cards. <laughs> so good on Twitter. So uh, Man Sam, thank you for coming on. Sure, man. At Man Sam on Twitter and Instagram, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. Let's do a hypothetical. I hmm. love these. We got some good ones this week. Sup J Train? Uh, hold no. Hola pod, Padre J. <laughs> Mm. Quick hypothetical. Would you rather giving up the ability to speak or access to use the internet? Can't speak or no internet. You can use a Stephen Hawking-like text-to-speak thing if you pick no voice. And you could still watch TV if you pick no internet. But no Netflix or streaming, just actual television. Uh, Especially interesting for Jared because he needs his voice for comedy, but the internet to advertise himself. Keep on keeping on, Jared Bear, Mansamp, and guests. What do we think? Interesting. Uh, Interesting one. Uh, should I? I yeah, I'll start do, us off. Uh, 
of course I'm going to maintain my ability to speak. I'm going to tell other people to look things up for me. I'm going to tell other people to put something on the telly. Yep, yep, yep. Right, do you you know can live I mean? without the internet. I can command others. Mm-hmm. Yes. So long as I, I can, can command, command others, others, I don't need to command the internet. Yeah, the internet, right? I mean, the, the thing about, what do you think? I, I'm probably going to give up speaking. Really? Yeah, I... I I can entertain myself for 30 hours straight. That's true. The, the thing about it. the internet is that you get away from it for one day and you immediately feel great. It's a weird thing. If you don't, like, if you spend a day away from your phone and really actively try it, there's a point where you're like, oh my God. <laughs> My on vacation? Really? I think so. I, I don't use my phone that much. That's the thing. Like, we, we were just talking before we started recording. Mm, yeah. I have like a nice desktop computer set up, whatever. So, like, at the end of the day, I sit, I can Jack eat a little off. snack, jerk off, <laughs> All read over the news, it. whatever. But, like, I think it would I make like me that, a better you know? person if I got rid of the internet in my life. Yeah. Like, I would just be like, my mind would be opened up. I'd, hours of my day brought back. Um, my, even jackoffs, I'd be, I'd be using your imagination, imagination. More. writing tales, yeah. erotic fiction, erotica. I respect that. I yeah. do respect that. So that's why I'm giving up internet and the commandment thing. I yeah, do that. just force people to do shit for you. Yeah, let's do one more. What's up, Jubak? Jubaka, Jupacabra. Oh, Jupacabra, <laughs> fellow <laughs> Jupacabra. That's a, a fellow Penn Stater here. I love the podcast. Started listening my first. Shitty internship back when it was J Tran, Jamie Lee, and I still follow along as a postgrad. My question is this: Would you rather be underdressed or overdressed? I work in tech, and even the head honchos wear polos. But there is an entry level guy here who wears a full suit all week, and in my opinion, looks like a total fucking noodle. <laughs> Personally, I'd rather have people think I'm lazy and an underperformer with my t-shirt and jeans, than have them think I'm some boner that's trying to impress my boss by wearing a suit. Obviously, this doesn't apply to work. Also important to consider weddings, parties, dinners, etc. Love to hear your hot take on this. Keep up the good work with the podcast. Love hearing all the OKPs recently. Peace. Uh, P.S. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side doesn't make sense when it's taped in advance. Just saying. Just what you said. But it's live to me. It's live right now. Yeah, this is happening right now. We're live. I'm live. Yeah. It's also a shout out to uh, Brett Musburger. Because he, when he announced the game, he, he goes, you are looking live. I, <laughs> this I, guy I, sounds like a noodle. Yeah. Come on, nudes. Poor uh, thing. What do you think? <laughs> Underdress, overdress? I, I love this question. Anyone? Uh, well, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, contrary to what Annie Letterman might think, uh, mm. I'd probably be <gasps> overdressed. Yeah. <laughs> Annie, Annie Letterman was Annie so Letterman shit. showed up, just <laughs> called him out for what he was wearing right the fuck away. What? Just a black t-shirt? He no, I was just that wearing, day. This is like a was, real uh, outfit. Yeah. He, uh, was, he was underperforming that day. That's I'll, fine. I'll her off the hook on that. <laughs> it's when it's too hot. I can't be bothered. I mean, I'm wearing slippers right now, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's okay for you. Yes. Uh, what do you think? So you go under No, I'd over? go over probably. Mayra? Uh, um, whatever I'm not supposed to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, if the expectation is that I'm supposed to be overdressed, <coughs> then I would like to be underdressed. Mm. If the expectation is that it's supposed to be casual, then I want to show up in fur. Uh, like, that's, <laughs> I would much rather <laughs> just do what, you know, like in big fur, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the answer. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I would I would just, I would, I would just as soon not have the rules apply to me. I am a always overdress. I, I would say you always overdress for everything. When in doubt, Overdressed that because you can always advice. explain it the way he's talking. I if someone showed up to work underdressed, he was like he said it. There, I'd rather be considered um, be you know I don't think as I'd rather be considered a guy who wants to impress than someone who doesn't care to impress. Mm-hmm. So if you're the underdressed guy at work, I'm like okay. I mean 
I guess, like, why why would you want to look like that? What, do you, what? How much could you care about everything? I already don't dress the way I would like to dress. Like, in, in a perfect you. world, I, I would be you. in, like, feathers. Yes. And do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you like, mean. Like, I'd be a much more cartoonish mm-hmm. person. I see, you know, I see some you comics. I just have on, to get it right. I know. And I see some comics on stage when they wear the suit. You ever see, like, Jimmy Carr? He yep. wears a suit on. Set. It looks every time great. Yeah, and you're like, and I'm like, I want to. You know, I would love that. Mm-hmm. But then I remember, I'm like a fucking lazy asshole, and I'm just like, <laughs> fuck. But I mean, I would love that. But like, you because when you look good, you feel good. Well, no, dressing right. up in a suit, like if you have enough suits and you have mm-hmm. enough people who are taking care of your wardrobe, that mm-hmm. is easy. Frankly, there's nothing worse though than feeling. Um, there's nothing worse than feeling fat in a suit. Sure, yeah. That is oh, the that worst. that shouldn't happen. I know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So, like, there's nothing worse to me in the world. Like, the, like pants are tight, jackets tight, you know. Yeah. That is the worst feeling in the world. I yeah. think that's, like, I, I, you know, I think that's half the reason I wouldn't wear a suit on stage. I'd be like, <laughs> I need a suit that, like, fits me perfectly, so comfortable that I'm like, oh, this, I know it looks great. Second skin. Because you feel second skin, exactly. Yeah. So, I would always say overdress. And then also, like, if someone... I always think that if someone is mad at you for overdressing, that's their problem, not your problem. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's them putting their own shit on you, just like this kid's like, oh, he's a kiss ass. Well, maybe you're worried that he's getting attention. Oh, he'll, you're he not. will invariably get the promotion before you. Yes. <laughs> right. You, you, the conversation that might happen with him is like, hey, you know what? Like, you could you could dress a little more casually. That's okay. yeah. That's a better conversation than being like, what the fuck are yeah, you wearing, what are you man? Wearing, you gotta step man. it up a little bit. That's... Kai, uh, oh, no. I would fucking, I'd, I'd give him a wedgie and call him a nerd. I mean, like, that's what you're, <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. If someone's yeah. a Bomar, you have to make their life miserable. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's do some news. All right, can I say this by the way? Sure. So we recently went on a trip with my in-laws, you know, my future in-laws, whatever. But like my mm. fiance's family, we, you know, long travel. We were on the plane for a long time. Mm. Started doing some hypotheticals, which oh. I was pulling out of the old J Train email. Oh, the inbox. You yeah. asked. You, you did it with the whole family. You were like, yeah. which which one would I fuck? The hey, mom well, or the dad? I, no, or no, I cut out a few of them, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I was like, some of them are just not yeah, going to yeah, apply yeah. to us. Because yeah. you know. <laughs> there's a lot of, would you fuck your mom if it was the yeah. face of your girlfriend? Right. I don't know how you do that with the in-laws. <laughs> I avoided some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Uh, so, bad news. Gonorrhea hmm. is becoming immune to modern medicine. It, that's for a while, yeah. Yeah, well, this guy, Dr. Jonathan What does gonorrhea do to you? Uh, I've had gonorrhea. You have? Oh. I have. It's, uh, I think, of it as like a retro mm. STD. Do throwback. you know what I mean? A throwback. Uh, like a, a, um, a TV it, it's, it's, like, it's like wearing British Knights and it's hair scrimped. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, gonorrhea, what does it do to you? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it will lead to any number of sort of inflammations and infections on the inside. You might have a cre- like a milky white discharge from the tip of your dick. Oh, It'll God. burn when you pee. Uh, and then it can do a little damage to the sort of like veins and vesicles inside. Oh God! So why is it, how's it becoming immune? It's, it's an infection. It's growing. Yeah. Like, well, Dr. Jonathan Merman here, who's the uh, National Center for HIV and AIDS, this guy probably knows what he's mm-hmm. talking about. He says our last line of defense against gonorrhea is weakening. If resistance continues to increase and spread, current treatment will ultimately fail, and eight hundred thousand Americans a year will be at risk for untreatable gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's oh the my. antibiotics. Yeah. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is just a way to get into go get tested, yeah. have safe sex, mm-hmm. use condoms. I someone emailed me about that. Like, can you just say to use condoms because they found out they got something? I'm like, just yeah, okay, <laughs> of course, please use condoms, and you know, also. If you're like both sides need to play this game, you know, guys, uh, you know, you need to be in control, have a condom, use them. Girls, if a guy says he wants to use condoms and you, you feel you don't want to respect the guy asking to use them too. Yeah. It's got to go both ways. Well, cause untreatable is untreatable. Well, it's just, it's just <laughs> got to go both ways. You don't know. You can't say to someone, 
you know, what happens a lot is girls, if you're with a girl, mm-hmm. they'll be like, uh, why do you want to still use condoms? It's, 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 it's seen as like, oh, you must be fucking other people. Mm-hmm. What if I'm just the most comfortable with condoms? You know, why, why does it have to be connected to other girls? Why can't it be connected to my mental stability? Right. You know? Good and I've been in that you. situation before where I'm just saying, just fucking let them be. I mean, I hate them. And I've used maybe three in my life. I know, and this is the thing. And here so, I am as the only person at the table who's had gonorrhea. Gonorrhea, yeah. yeah. So it's all starting to make lesson, sense. Lesson learned. Yeah, lesson learned. Sort of learned. Kind I mean, of. I'm still not using condoms, but um, and but, but you kids out there keep on fucking. But I think up. there's all. It's it's easy. Here's what I, the the common narrative is: guys don't want to use condoms. And listen, that exists completely. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys lose their boner when they're trying to put on a condom. Fine. Yeah, and my advice to those guys. Still use a condom. Still use a condom. My, but then the less talked about narrative is girls that get mad at guys who want to use the condom. And that happens too. I've had that happen to me on a number of occasions. And they make you feel like you're like a cheater or a weirdo. or no. how, and do, But do you know what I'm talking about? Like they're like, how could you not want to have, you know, no condom sex? And it's like, oh, is it like you don't trust me type of thing? Yeah, like, they make I'm it about fine, they right. make it about them. Yeah. They make it about, well, it you know, it make, I don't want to make a baby with that. I, well, that's I the other thing. The then they're like, I'm being... on the pill. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, but like, let me just feel comfortable. Yeah, right. yeah. Condom all the time. I all say condom time. all the time. Let's do the next story. Uh, men, according to Mark Norfolk of the Norfolk. Norfolk? My head's shaking. You can't see Norfolk. I said everything wrong. Mark Norfolk. Norfolk. Norfolk? Yeah, exactly. Norfolk. Folk. It's just an open Mizu. Clinical director at Transform, which is a... You know, like a plastic surgery play. He says over the la- over the past year, requests for scrotum Botox have doubled. Scrotum Botox. Scrotox. Yes. Scrotox. Scrotox. Yeah. <laughs> Scrotox. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh-huh. It's supposed to decrease sweating, yeah, reduces sweating. wrinkles, and makes the scrotum appear larger due to the muscles relaxing. Uh, really? Yeah, Wait, repeat wanna... that. It's supposed to decrease sweating. Okay. Reduce wrinkles. And make the scrotum appear larger due to the muscles relaxing. Because are there of the are there people looking for at my yeah. scrotum? Oh, I, gro- I'm I'm on record as being a big baggy scrotum fan. I want it fan yeah, okay. absolutely. I want. I didn't to even look. know we were getting judged on this. Absolutely. <laughs> I well, no, where's the scrotum? The scrotum is most people. Where, it's your, ball, it's your, it's your ball, ball bag. Oh, it's yeah. your ball bag. It's yeah. your ball bag. Not the man. I'm 31. Themselves. I just learned what a scrotum. <laughs> it's your scrotum. Yeah. yeah. So that's your ball bag. Your ball bag is your scrotum. Yeah. So you inject the balls. Bag, in not bag. the balls. The scrotum itself. The scrotum, the scrotum. Do girls and guys, do you look at the balls and you're like, I want to see big balls? I like balls. Not everyone gives a fuck about balls. Most mm. people I know don't give a fuck about balls. I love balls. It's a cra- I think it's a crazy move to inject any, like, what, I think, I think it's marvelous. I mean, I have a nudicle. You guys know that I have a fake ball. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's a different story. But well, okay, I got the surgery that. because I had a job I hated, and I was told that if I were to get the selective procedure, that I'd be given money, time off, and painkillers, which are my three favorite things. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah, and so I was like, you can put anything you want to in there. It doesn't have to be a prosthetic ball. It could be like a toy yeah. or scissors <laughs> or, you know what, a uranium. Turn this it into could a be pinata. Yeah, yeah, literally candy. So you have three balls? Uh, no, I have two. I have one of my, my, my body cannibalized one of my balls, so I had one ball. Uh-huh. So I went and I got a fake ball to balance it out, and it doesn't look at all bad. And it looks terrible. Um, it's it's really, really yeah. It would be like a lady walking around with a D cup and an A. 
We no just had way. that email too. Yeah, we just had an email about that. About, <laughs> about, about like two different sizes. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, no, no. This is this is like you, you would see it from. Is it like a, which is the bigger one? The uh, fake lefty. Or the, the bigger one is the real one. The real one's yeah. the big one, and the small one. And is, the small one is, and I got the biggest size you can get, and it's still it's like a marble. It, it it bars and shit. If I'm drunk enough, I'll let people flick it or pinch it. <laughs> That's and I'll hilarious. Be, yeah, I'll be like fucking beat the shit out of it. Oh Look my at what God. you can do to my nut. Yeah. Um, I Do they show it to you before they put it in? No. They, they don't didn't. want it. They didn't. I had to go back and get an upgrade. An upgrade? Yeah. And so now I have the biggest you one to, they made. You like to go fake from moves a, for your balls. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'll go from the Toyota to the Lexus. It still looks really small. It's still a really? very... And, and I say that objectively. And I, I say that as a ball connoisseur. Mm-hmm. I have eaten more balls than you've had hot dinners. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and, and with regard to... Uh, it's just a... It's, it's an abnormally small nut. It's literally about that big. And I'm probably making a gesture that says like an inch and a quarter. The balls are it's so It's a very weird. small thing. Huh. Yeah. Balls are weird. Balls are weird. But there are people now who are willing to get them Botox so that they get a saggier sack, mm. but with fewer wrinkles. Because I guess wrinkles aren't very appealing. No. Less sweat yeah. is a bonus. The, the well, less sweat. That's why when people sweat a lot, they get Botox injections in their armpits, in their armpits and stuff or like their that. foreheads. Yeah, right? I, I think uh, it's I, it's funny with this type of plastic surgery. We don't know what it's going to look like later in life. There's no like old guy that can be like. Don't get the Botox in your balls. It wears out. Uh, bo- oh, it does. Botox it lasts about six months. Oh, really? Yeah. What kind of dude is? Yeah, but doing you're on this? a regimen. Then you get this yeah, once. So it's like yeah. you know, you, you got your you winter get shot. Right. You, you get, get hooked your... on those big balls. That's, That's right. A, this is a Dave Chappelle bit, right? Where he talks about like if he got rich, he goes, "They're smooth as eggs." And yeah. like, <laughs> he gets the wrinkles taken out of his balls. <laughs> yes, it I, is. I, I just don't. Who's Would you do doing it? this? Would I do it? No, yeah, I do it. You no, would do it? No. I mean, I would do anything, especially yeah, if it relates to my balls, because yeah. I think it's hilarious. I like the portion of a relationship, like when you're in a relationship with a girl, and you have that moment where she's never really dealt with balls, Uh huh. and she'll like, like you'll just be like, yeah, just fucking do what you want with them. Right. You know, like, like you'll be sitting Are on the you couch. do what you want with them? Because I, I'm actually very sensitive about really? my balls. Really? Yeah, no. If somebody like goes to- Well, you to, have- you, you if got, go, No, no, no. Know, it's you, not even that. If someone goes- I just have sensitive nuts. Oh, really? Right. So if I were to tell someone, do what you want with them, and they start getting aggressive, I, I'll have to leave the country. <laughs> yeah, do been, you know what I mean? I've been in situations where like you'll just sit on the couch, balls are there. Yeah, go for a play. Go, you know, take some stress out. You're the nicest. And then, <laughs> But there'll be this moment where the girl would just be like, is this what they- this is what they're like, right? You know, yeah. like, like this, like this is this is what you're dealing with. Nature's first green is yeah. gold. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> do we have any more stories? Uh, yeah, we could do one more. Let's do so, one more. We'll finish out on this. Uh, ePoll marketing research did some polling of 1,100 people who had represent. All right, whatever. They they took a certain population of people and they asked who the most hated or disliked player in the NFL was. Mm. I'll give you a guess as to who the first one was, but then there's a few more on there. Well, though. Kaepernick's got to be one. Yeah, Kaepernick was 29% of, of the people d- dislike him. That's a, that's crazy that it was just 29% because he's so in the news. Yeah. Who's second? Jameis Winston. Makes sense. 22%. Then uh, Indomitian Sue, is that how you pronounce it? He's 21%. Makes sense. Your sweetheart Tom Brady's at 13. Yep, makes sense. And then Roethlisberger's at 10. This is very racial to me. I don't know why. Of course. This is like the top uh, three are all black guys. Yeah. Right. And I don't know why. Well, pe- Sue's a piece of shit, right? I mean, he like hurts players. He's not like a, a clean player. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't understand this like hating players that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't even understand how you even do that. Like, 
The NFL is the fans of football mm. are the biggest fucking babies in oh, the yeah. entire world. If you mention a team, they I try to do a joke. I, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, where I was like, I've tried to do a joke about like the NFL. I was just trying to talk about the NFL. Mm. And if you use one of the teams as an example, just mm-hmm. to like make whatever point you're trying to make, mm-hmm. someone yells out every time. Yeah. <laughs> every time. And they treat it as if it's a sick family member. Like, don't talk about him. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, what a fucking baby. And the <laughs> the NFL, football especially, because it's such an emotional game and it's it's so steeped in so many different emotions, especially for men, and it's aggressive. They get so fucking worked up. Well, there's not enough of them. That's the other thing. Other sports play like 82. Get This one, you get 16. Well, you get one maybe. week. That's it. Uh, once a week, you get your show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people connect their personal egos to their teams in football more than anything fucking else hmm, it's right. crazy and something like this where you i heard the poll the day people hate kaepernick but like what's that about because he takes a knee during the anthem oh who gives a shit yeah he's yes. protesting uh is that really they hate him because he's taking a knee during the anthem yeah yeah god i hate people it's crazy yeah. you know what i mean it's like who gives a shit whether or not somebody like practices some kind of Flaccid act of idolatry. It's for like in the name of misguided patriotism. Right. I have absolutely no time for yeah. it. He can do whatever he, if he wants to go and do. It's it's so in funny. public assembly during the fucking national yeah. anthem. <laughs> I'd fucking catch the water with it's, my hands. You, you know, know what's what I mean? so ironic about it is someone is sitting, someone's at home, saying, watching him sit kneel during the anthem, being like, "What a fucking asshole!" Oh yeah, as they're sitting on their couch during the anthem. <laughs> like right. that is because no one stands up at home very few people stand right. up in right. and, it, and if they do that's this whole different problem that's, that's a whole also another weird. thing when, well it's right. weird but it's also it's like at least those people they're ideologically pure they're right yeah. pure yes. like at least you're doing you're going all the way with mm-hmm. this shit but mm-hmm. to be to be they're yelling at Kaepernick yeah. while sitting on your own couch with a beer in your hand and your hat on <laughs> right. while it's playing on your TV. And he's like, protesting like the... He just the, wants awareness uh, well, of the a Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah, with cops, you know, shooting black people. So, which... And and, there a, are, and 29% hate him for this. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it's like... Uh, that makes like, me not like NFL people very much. Yeah, of course. Well, NFL like, people <laughs> are tough to like. They, and I, I say this as a huge NFL... I love the yeah. NFL. I love football. I like watching football. I do. Love the event. Love mm-hmm. the pageantry. Love mm-hmm. college football. But more and more, I get turned off to the diehards. But I, I'm turned off to the diehards of anything. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm a, Dave I, Matthews I, band. Dave Matthews <laughs> diehards. Right. Harambe uh, people. Harambe diehards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Um, religion diehards. Yeah. They all suck. If you're super into anything, you probably yeah, suck. I agree. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for coming, Chris, at Mansamp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast. Every Friday here on the Standard New York Labs Network, Thank Mayron. You, Crusher. The best. You're the greatest, Jared. Thank Love you. having you. Uh, at Mayron X on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him, support him. He's got a show every Monday at Pink's uh, in the East Village. Fun, awesome show. Go check it out if you're in the city. I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 on all platforms. We're here every Tuesday and Friday, and we'll be here next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. <laughs>